welcome to I Am Energy. I'm your host, Becca Crow. Come hang out with me each week to align your energy and activate your power. We dive into all things healing with magical guests and chats to elevate your energetic awareness. You will gain so much incredible knowledge and tools to take with you throughout this lifetime. So let's shift your energy and come back into balance this week with I Am Energy. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode. I can't believe we are already into March. This year is really starting to fly by, um, but I love a new month for you know, a time for new reflections, new energy. And I like to think of a new month as entering a new timeline because we think that we're on you know, the same path, looking towards a certain goal or whatever it is that you're doing, but we have the ability to shift timelines. Like there's so many other realities and dimensions playing out around us. And so, but we have the ability to use the energy around us to really constantly, to constantly be shifting and quantum leaping into new timelines. So yes, you might have certain goals and things in place that you're already working on achieving, but I want you to think of taking each new month or even each new day as a new opportunity to step onto a higher timeline. So, you know, if you had a really bad day, you have some things that have gone on in the past month or even just recently, or even waking up in the morning, I want you to think when you wake up in the morning to be like, I'm hopping over, I'm leaping over to a new timeline, or it's really great to do before bed and integrate that energy while you're sleeping. And it's like, what is this new timeline and what are you leaving behind? So, you know, even when I wake up in the morning, it's like, okay, like anything that happened yesterday, that's, that's from yesterday's timeline. Like I'm choosing the higher timeline today. I'm choosing to feel amazing. I'm choosing to be in good mindsets and energies. And of course life comes at us, life happens, and there's always going to be challenges and things along the way. But by always choosing your higher timeline, the universe is going to align with you. So I really recommend, I'll have to get into a whole episode about timelines, but that's not why I'm here today. That's something I just wanted to mention because today is, as I record this, it is March 1st. And I just moved into a new place here in Tulum. And so moving into a new environment, especially, it's really like a quantum leap into that new timeline of like, okay, like new energy, who am I ready to show up as? And you can absolutely do the same. I wake up every day and have two affirmations that I say every day. One being, I align myself to the highest timeline available to me today. I definitely recommend writing that one down. And then I am open to receive magic and miracles today. And what I like to do at the end of the day is even reflect of like, what was the magic and miracles that came through today? You know, sometimes they're little, sometimes they're, they're big ones. But when you can start recognizing these little pieces of magic that come into your life each day, you know, it might be, it might be that you're out and there's a big lineup at something and somehow you get ahead of the line. Like, you know, little things like that even are are miracles that are provided to us, but you just have to ask the universe. We live on a planet of free will, so it's so important to put out there and ask for support, ask for guidance, let the universe know what you're accepting into your life. So that's just like my little like beginning of the month kind of thoughts. But again, you can be doing this at any point in your month or in your day, whenever you're listening. But today's episode, I want to talk about different kinds of kind of like spiritual and energy tools um, and ways you can use them in your life and sometimes ways that we can also like kind of hold ourselves back or attach to things when we're using these tools. I think there's so many great tools out there. You know, today I'm going to talk about things like tarot cards, oracle cards, crystals, pendulums, different cleansing tools, psychics, numerology, uh, things like that. But as I said, like 
take what resonates and leave what doesn't. I always say that, like discern the information that sticks with you. If something I say doesn't resonate, don't, don't grasp onto it. Just let it go. And if something really hits you or something really sits with you, like know that's your intuition really guiding you maybe to explore that more. Uh, or it's just a clear message that this is something that really resonates with you. So you might be deep into spirituality, you might be new to it. And I think like for every, like whether you're just getting into it or you've been into it for a while, I know for myself, like it really started out with kind of discovering these different tools that are available out there, or maybe being attracted to them. Actually, so Oracle cards, that was really the first thing I was ever attracted to. Actually, first was crystals, but I wasn't really aware of it then. Crystals, when I was a kid, we did a... I guess I don't even know what you call it like a I don't know like a section I don't know I don't I don't know the word but like a section in school of um I guess it would be like science class or whatever they wanted to call it in school social studies or something like that and um we learned about minerals we were learning about rocks I think it was actually called like rocks and minerals and I remember like for that we ended up like searching for rocks and we had to like I remember learning about like quartz and like the different ones and even getting like a little kit that had like all the different minerals in it, just these little tiny pieces. And I remember pyrite like always really stuck out to me. And it's funny because pyrite is one that like I'm still really connected to, but I didn't realize that until I actually started getting back into this stuff. But for me, Oracle cards were really my first thing into spirituality. And again, even kind of before I was even in this world, but there was something that was really calling me. It was back in high school. Yeah, like mid high school. And at the time, my best friend's mom, she had a set of angel cards. The ones they were actually called the wisdom of, I think they're called the wisdom of Avalon. I don't have them with me here in, in uh, Tulum, but there, it was the first Oracle deck I ever had because after she did them on me, I went and bought a deck. And basically she did this deck on me. It was like, I think like, you know, some night I was there, like we were probably like (laughs) going out to like a party or something. That was always where we would start. But her mom had these cards and my friend kind of laughed being like, oh yeah, my mom does these readings on me, kind of laughing at them. And I was like, oh, like, can you do one on me? And she did one. And I don't know. She told me whatever the cards, like, you know, the Oracle cards were saying to me and I went along my way, but it really stuck with me that night. And at the time, the small town that I was living in, they had like kind of like a metaphysical store, like a spiritual store. And I remember it didn't even last long there, but at the time they had it and I went into this store and I had no idea like what this stuff was in there. I don't even know if I really looked around at the other stuff because I just wasn't there yet, but I went and got this exact deck of cards. And I remember, I remember getting them and sitting out on my parents' porch and starting to play around with them and I didn't like fully get them but I was like I don't know something about these are calling me I would like try reading my futures like what I thought and I would play with them a bit but I think I just kind of put them away for a while and you know then I went off to university and did all those things and every so often like they'd come they'd come into my awareness again I'd pull a few cards and kind of go along my way and then as I started getting into the spiritual world I really started connecting with the deck and started using them using them more just for like my own my own intuitive insights and it was about 10 years later that I really started diving into this world and I started realizing like whoa like this stuff was calling me and trying to wake me up to it like before I even realized but like I just I just wasn't ready yet so that's the first one I'll start with is like oracle and like tarot cards um you know they're really great tools to guide 
you on what your intuition's already telling you. Like, you know, when you do those kind of card pulls, I find it's often information that it's nothing you don't already know. Deep down, you already know this stuff and it's just confirming. And that's, I think, the way that you should be using, whether it's tarot cards or oracle cards, it's more so a confirmation of what you're already feeling. But the thing is too, like... I like to pull oracle cards during the day or like each day to like just kind of like set up my energy for the day, give me an uplifting message. And like oracle cards are very simple if you want to get started in that they are typically like very positive messages and they're, yeah, they're just like great insight to keep, to keep your spirits lifted, to keep you motivated. Like today I pulled some oracle cards and it was so dead on about, you know, kind of like rebirth energy fresh start and as I said I just moved into a new place and I was really feeling like March 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 for me is is that month the last three months as they've been so amazing and magical but I've been doing a lot of my own healing work and peeling back layers and releasing and Tulum here is definitely an energy portal so if like you have triggers that you've been kind of holding back on not wanting to deal with they really come forward and blow up in your face but like in a way that it's meant for your own evolution and growth and so I feel like I've been doing a lot of that and I really felt as I was moving into this new place and starting this new month like I could feel that energy within me like this month is just such a new month for me like to really take all of this healing all this information all this knowledge all these insights that I've gathered about both myself and the world and uh, really apply it now and put it and put it out there and my my card today really confirmed really 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 confirmed that message Tarot cards are also a really great tool and um, they're a bit like, you know, they're a bit more in depth and I'm not going to get like super into the depth of them. I actually didn't bring my or, my tarot deck with me and it's something that I've been missing and I haven't been able to find a deck here. So clearly I haven't just haven't been meant to work with them right now. Um, but tarot cards, you know, there's a little bit more to them, a little bit more understanding that you need to have. And it's not that they don't give positive messages, but you know, you might get the tower card where it's like, you know, things have to shift and change, um, in your life in order to, in order to make room for new goodness. You know, when you get the death card, like death, the death card isn't a scary card because again, it's like we need death in order to have rebirth. It's so funny. I remember my last relationship, I could feel the energy had changed in it. And when I, I, at the time I was living with a roommate and I remember we were like pulling cards and using my tarot cards and like, she wasn't as into this stuff as I was, but she was very open and we did a reading and I pulled the death card about the relationship. And I was like, Oh, like, I don't want this to happen. Like, but I feel it. And I literally was like, Hey, I'm going to shuffle again and like redo this. Like what's another message that it's giving me. And I literally pulled the death card again. And ultimately within like a couple weeks, like the relationship did end, you know, for the best, but it really did provide that messaging once again, that my intuition was already feeling. And that's what gets really fun with those cards too, is it's so crazy when you pull the same card again. Actually, I was at a Kundalini class uh, last week. My friend Mel, she'll actually be coming on the podcast. We're just planning on recording a podcast together. So that'll come when it's meant to, but uh, she's super magical too. And she's a Kundalini teacher. So on Thursdays, we've started doing uh, a private class with, with our friends and she brought a crystal Oracle deck. And there's so many different kinds of Oracle decks. Like there's fairy decks, there's angel decks, there's crystal decks. Like there's literally 
there's different kinds of goddesses. Like there's like so many different ones. So it's really fun to explore the different ones. But she had this new crystal deck and two, there was just a few of us at this session the other day. And out of three of us, two of the girls ended up pulling the exact same crystal card out of the entire deck. And so we were like, okay, like this must be like a collective message, but also like clearly a strong message for the two of you that like out of a hundred cards in the deck or however many crystals there was, and it wasn't a very common crystal either that you both pulled the same deck. So they're so fun to play with. And, um, ultimately like with these decks, like, you know, again, it's speaking with your higher self or it's like messages that like the universe or your guides like want to give you. So definitely tune in and listen. But the big thing is, is like not being obsessed with the outcome, like kind of like the whole like relationship thing I just talked about. Like I remember like that week I was pulling tarot cards like crazy, like give me an answer, give me an answer, give me an answer. And it's like chill. Like again, your higher self knows. And it's like, like don't overdo it either. And it's kind of like this with all these energy tools. I'll be getting into this a little bit more when I'm talking about another tool I want to talk about, but it is a really great way to start tapping into intuition, more connecting with your guides, more connecting with the universe more. As I talk about tarot cards, it kind of gets into like psychics as well, because whenever I've done any kind of psychic readings they are typically using tarot cards. And one thing I want to talk about when it comes to both tarot cards and psychics, when you're looking into your future and actually connecting it to timelines that I was talking about in the beginning is they're looking at one potential outcome in timeline. So again, we have the ability to constantly be shifting timelines and especially when it contains other people in them as well. There's always the free will of other people shifting timelines as well. So a psychic is always looking at like one timeline and there might be certain things that they're dead on about and other things that they're not. So again, if you do decide to do those kind of readings and it's not like I'm against them, I, I haven't done a psychic reading and I think the last time I did it was like probably like two and a half, maybe even three years ago now. And yeah, the reading, like actually one thing I always have to say and this one, I'm like, this has come in every kind of reading I've ever had. And even still when I do like readings on myself or different kinds of things, the one thing that always comes forward for me is that I'm going to have to pick between two people in the end. Like when it comes to a romantic relationship, that there's going to be two people that come through. And as I've mentioned in, I think the last two episodes or maybe one of them is I've been shown in many different situations that I have a twin flame and I have we all have multiple soulmates. And so like my intuition tells me that like, it's going to come down to me picking between the two, but like that, this is something that will leave out. And again, I'm not attaching to it. Like that would suck to have to like, you know, I, I always think about that being like, wow, like that really, that that's kind of sad. Like if you know, like there's two people and we have this really great thing and it's like having to pick between two, like that's really hard and challenging. But yeah, is that, and whenever I've done any kind of like readings or things like that, that is the one consistent piece of information that people never know about me that continues to come forward. So TBD, uh, <laughs> if that, if, if, and when that plays out, I'll leave that up to the universe for in divine timing for that. Another energy tool that goes into this as well is pendulums. So you might've worked with pendulums before, or you might've seen people work with them, but basically it's like a chain with like a crystal on it. If you don't own a pendulum, you can also do it with uh, a chain like that you would wear a necklace on with either like a pendant that means a lot to you. Or you could add like a ring or something that means a lot to you. Like if there's a piece of jewelry like that that you wear often, you can kind of make your own pendulum as well because your energy is connected to it. 
But once again, a pendulum, you're really connecting with your higher self to get answers. Um, I remember when I first got my first pendulum, this is, yeah, I got my first pendulum. My friend and I, we were traveling. We were actually in Los Angeles. We both got our first one. And we instantly started asking questions like, am I going to end up with this person? Like really like future oriented questions again, that had to deal with other people. And like, it's not really accurate in that sense. And that's where I don't recommend using a pendulum because again, free will timelines change, things like that. It's really no different than seeing a psychic. And also like, you know, I'd be like, does he like me? Like things like that. And it's like, that's like trying to tap into someone else's intuition, not your own. So it's going to give you not so accurate answers. And the other thing is too with the pendulum is you do have to make sure that you're really detached from the outcome when you're asking your question. So if I have something that like, you know, I'm really swaying one way and like, I really want the answer to be something, but I do want to get a legit reading. What I'll do is, is in my head, like I'll ask the question and then I'll literally be like neutral, 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 neutral. And I'll let it balance. And I'll even close my eyes sometimes. So I'm not like trying to shift what the answer is. And I will, yeah, like detach myself in that way when I really need to. to if you're new to pendulums basically like what, what you do is whether it's a piece of jewelry or a pendulum itself is you first of all like if you're looking to buy one um, or you have a necklace and you want to connect with it well first of all buying them so what I always do is is when I go into a store and I'm feeling like I want a new pendulum I like to work with like the same one pretty often but I did recently buy one here a smoky quartz one Um, It was really calling me, has like these crazy rainbows in it. But how I know if it's meant for me is I'll go into a store and I'll probably pretty instantly be like connected to a certain one. And what I'll do is I'll pick it up and I'll connect with it and I'll ask, well, first of all, I'll say, show me yes. And it'll start swaying one way. And for me, it's like forwards and backwards is always yes. And I'll say, show me no. And for me, um, left and right is always no. But I know some people are different. Um, My mom with hers, like her yes, I think is like it spins like clockwise or something. But so it'll be different for everyone. So that's like the big thing is starting to ask first which which direction is your yes or no. And for me, if it's like an I don't know or maybe, for me, that's when it'll start like spinning. So when you're connecting with one in a store, start off with that and just find out like what your direction is um, and... I've never had it, but like potentially with a different pendulum, your directions might be different, which is why I always like to ask and confirm. But then if you're buying a new one in a store, ask it, is this pendulum right for me? Either is, are you right for me? Do you want to work with me? Like something along those lines and then get, see what your answer is. And sometimes it'll be the first one that you pick up that you're drawn to. And sometimes none of them will be the right one for you at that time or other times, um, the, you know, the right one will be. If you're buying online, it's a little bit different. What I would just say is, is when you're purchasing it, just set the intention that the right one is going to call you and the right one will be picked for you. If you're doing it with a piece of jewelry, I would kind of do the same thing. Like show me yes, show me no. And then like ask it if it, if this is the piece that's meant to work with you. But if it's something you're pretty connected to, I, in most times it'll likely be a yes. The questions that I like to ask, like there's so many different ones. Um, like being here and like traveling, uh, when I first got here, I would like, you know, ask if I wasn't feeling so right about like a certain even now like even if I'm like ooh, it's like am I gonna react to that food like if it's my intuition's kind of like I don't know like if that's gonna make me sick or not or even if there's like food in my fridge I'm like ooh, like has that been sitting too long is that gonna make me sick 
I'll ask my pendulum, um, if, if this is going to nourish my body or like, you know, is this okay for me to eat? And it's going to give you a yes or no. And I honestly have never been strayed the wrong way with it. Another great way to use a pendulum is like if you're feeling, these are just like examples that I like to use. Like if I'm feeling like say really low energy, for example, it's like tuning into my body of like, hmm, what does my body need right now? Like maybe it needs like B12, maybe it needs this mineral, maybe it needs that mineral. And I'll start asking it which one is best for me. Even when it comes down to like, say you're in like a health food store, I love doing it in like health food stores and places like that. Even like down to different brands of like products, if you're like, ooh, like I don't know which brand to get, like which one's better, like which which one's my body gonna like better? Like start asking those questions. So like, yeah, I'll literally pull out like a pendulum, like in the store. You can actually um, use yourself as like a human pendulum. I can't really show it like here, but basically like if you stand up straight, kind of like cross your arms, take a nice deep breath in and then be like, show me. Yes. I'll typically lean forward again without trying to, I'll just let my body naturally do it. And then I'll like bring myself back to center and I'll be like, show me no. And it's typically like a backwards. Um, and then I'll go ask my question. So I've done that in stores too, in situations that one you have to work on trusting yourself a little bit more, but having the actual pendulum tool is a really great one. Like just to keep in your purse or your pocket. Again, I'm not saying that you need to go use it for every little thing. Your intuition does know best like in general, but it is like a really cool tool um, to work with, especially to start trusting your intuition more. Other questions I really like to ask my friends and I are always like, like say my friend is like, oh, do you want to like come to this tonight or do you want to do this? And you're like, I'm like not totally feeling it. And my friends will do the same. We'll like text each other and be like, we'll ask our pendulums and be like, honestly, like it's just not feeling my highest good tonight. Or like, yeah, like my, like it's feeling like a yes. So like what I'll do is, is I'll like ask my pendulum being like, is it in my highest good to go do this tonight? And you know, sometimes it's like, maybe you want to go or you're, you're like on the fence and it's like, no. And it's like, Hey, like maybe I do just need to rest tonight or maybe it'll say yes. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Like Maybe I do want to go do this thing tonight. So I, I like to ask questions like, you know, whether it be like things I'm putting in my body, if it's like the right time for me or like the right thing for me. And then also just current like situations that are happening and happening in the present when making decisions, asking is blank for my highest good at this time. So it's better to, again, timelines shift. So it's better to be asking things that are more present oriented when you start getting into the future, like obsessions, like I have, like, I remember when I first started getting my pendulum, I like just had to put it away for a while because I was just getting obsessed with asking kind of like, I'm not going to say stupid questions, but like they, they weren't questions for my highest good. And they were ones that weren't really going to give me like answers that were going to help me in, in the moment. Then we have crystals. I have such a connection to crystals. I love them so much. They just, they just make me feel amazing. They make me feel safe. They make me feel protected. They make me feel happy. I just love them. And if that's what they make you feel too, then that, that is amazing. So I've tapped into crystal consciousness a lot and crystals have their own consciousness. Um, they, they exist in other realms and other dimensions, just as they do here. They, the download that I've had, and as I've connected with them more, the understanding that I have of them and what they've told me is that they are the one 
tool within nature that physically connects us to the other dimensions because they exist along all different planes, which I just think is so cool. So if you feel that connection to crystals um, and they just make you feel happy and feel good, like know that they are connecting you to so many other parts of the universe and so many other realities. And they really are like amazing protectors and the energy that just like whether again whether makes you happy or protected or whatever it is or drawn to like they're coming to you for a certain a certain reason a question that I get asked all the time is you know what crystal do I need for this which crystal do I need for that and of course you can look up certain crystals you know for for different things uh you know if you're looking for a certain thing to help your heart or your call an abundance or protection or things like that um but also ultimately like i always say to people like just like all these things like use your intuition what is calling you i yeah like i have a quiz on my site i'll link it below where you can actually take a quiz of like what crystal does your energy need right now if you're like looking for something in a specific area of your life and you can take the quiz multiple times to guide you uh in certain areas but I always say like, you know, it is fun reading the descriptions, understanding what their energetic properties are more. But ultimately, like I always say, like pick what calls you, like, you know, whether it be on my site or you're in a store or wherever you're buying your crystals, like just take, just like scroll through and be like, what is calling my energy right now? Or if you have a bunch of crystals at home, like just take a look at them and maybe it's like the same one that's always calling you or maybe for like a couple weeks like there's like one or two that are calling you and then like a couple weeks later like there's some other ones that's just because like your energy has shifted and it's just it is truly what you need in the moment right now I talked about this in the past life episode um, about my connection with Lemuria and I can't wait to get into a full episode about that. But like when I was launching the cleanse and protected spray and I knew that a very special crystal was going to end up in it, I just kind of put it out to the universe of like, what crystal is this meant to be? And it was the Lemurian quartz that came into my awareness for the first time. And I just felt so drawn and connected to it. And like, since then it's like smoky Lemurian quartz specifically is like just one that I can never put down. Like that is kind of like my ride or die that comes with me everywhere i also am just super connected to black tourmaline um what other ones amethyst this year i've been really connected to amethyst i mean i've always been connected to amethyst but this year it's like really called as i said pyrite for me um since i was a kid that was like the one that like called me before i was like it knew about like the energetic properties of crystals so there'll be certain ones that are just kind of always like i call them like my ride or dies that like are just you're always like go-tos but then like what i like to do is whether you have them like set out on an altar or around your house or i like to put like my pocket crystals in a bowl and then just even kind of reach in like to start the day and be like what does my energy need today and i'll grab a few knowing that they're there to support whatever it is that my energy currently needs support on. So that's what they're meant to do is they're meant to give you that little bit of extra energy. They're meant to give you that little bit of extra support, whether it's like your heart needs some help, like you need protection, uh, you need a little bit more happiness and joy in your life. Like they hold that consciousness. They hold that vibration. They've been on the planet planet earth here for thousands if not millions of years and as i said on other dimensions like they've been there even much longer they are the physical manifestation of showing us that magic truly exists here on earth to the physical like in in the physical form if that makes sense 
I will mention here real quick, I did say that I have a crystal quiz. And then if you are looking uh, for crystals as well, if you use the code MAGICAL15, then you will save 15% off your order if you're looking at ordering on my shop. So I want to take a little pause from the episode because... I wanted to talk about this one, but it's not like an actual physical energy tool, but it's still like an amazing tool to understand yourself and your own energy more. So, you know, we have astrology, human design. There's so many different things out there that um, tell us a little bit more about ourselves. And I wanted to talk a little bit about numerology. So everything is energy and everything has its own vibration. This includes both letters numbers and so that means that like you know your name your birthday your address it all has its own unique vibration before i actually started i am energy i did the numerology on it to 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 make sure it was vibrating at a number that and frequency that was aligned with my purpose and vision and it's something that i've been very into over yeah the last like quite a while and it's something that i'm like always tapping into like even like if i'm setting a date for something specific like i'm setting a price for something like to me like the numerology is like really important to make sure that the frequency aligns with what my mission is and the reason why i'm talking about this is because i'm actually hosting a numerology workshop on march 22nd and we're going to be doing a lot in that workshop so you're going to be learning more about numerology in general But you're actually going to be learning like in the workshop, we're going to do all your calculations and you're going to leave with, I'm going to have like PDFs and tools that you're going to then be able to calculate for your family and friends as well, which is like super cool. And like the reason why to know more about numerology, I'm like, I kind of mentioned a little bit of it, but I mean, other benefits of it are is it will reassure you of your life path and your purpose. It can help reveal your future potential, better understand yourself and others, give you direction, uh, you know, make you more aware of your certain strengths, weaknesses, like your little quirks. You're like, oh, like that actually makes sense. Like that's literally built in like to who I am as a person. And it can also assist you with choosing different dates, names, you know, whether it be for like a wedding, a baby, whatever like that. So in this workshop, we're going to be calculating your life path number, your destiny number, your personality number, maturity number, your birth name number, your current name number, because like if you've got married, then you might have a different last name. And so you're vibrating at something, you're, it's, it's a different frequency. Or for myself, my full, my my first name is Rebecca, but I go by Becca. And when I was in like grade eight, I just one day decided like that's my name. And it's so funny when I started doing the numerology on it, like it literally describes like how I was when I was younger versus like how I am now. So it's like super interesting. We'll even go into your karmic numbers. So like there's numbers that you hold within like your own numerology that show you what your karma is in this lifetime and that is, that's not a bad thing it's actually used as a tool to empower you to to be more aware of that if you have a business we can go into your business name we can do your house number we can do all those things so we're going to be doing all of those calculations and as i said you're going to leave with the tools for you to be able to calculate all of that with family and friends as well like um it is yeah it's going to be amazing i have so much fun talking about this stuff and i'm going to provide a ton of information we'll also go into angel numbers we'll go into the numerology of 2022 and what's to come in 2023 that is like super interesting as well so if you're interested uh, i have more details about it down in the show notes and i do have some early pricing where you're going to save a bit if you sign up 
by March 15th. So if this is something that interests you, head over to the show notes or send me a message or go sign up. It's You'll find it in all my links. Um, but I would love to see you there. It's going to be so fun. And if you can't make the live class, the recording will be available with all of the resources after. And even if you can make the live class, it'll all be added to a portal that you can access within an app that you have lifetime access to. So it's like, it's literally like such good information to go back to. I started through numerology with... Uh, kind of like a mentor friend healer she's she is really big into numerology and that's when I started looking at like my business name and all of these other things and the vibrations of it I started really diving into more myself and um, just getting taught more about it and so I'm really excited to share it all with you but anyways I'll hop back into the rest of the episode and all the other physical energy tools as well the next one I want to talk about it actually wasn't on my list, but just came into my mind and consciousness as I'm sitting here is cacao. That's one that I've really connected with here in Tulum because uh, the cacao comes from this area in South America and it's like very readily available. So cacao isn't just chocolate. It's not like the cacao nibs that you buy at the store. In order to use it for like energetic and spiritual use, uh, it is a ceremonial grade. Um I, I definitely like in Canada, I'm not totally sure where to get that. Um, I'll definitely be like tapping into that more because it's something I've connected with more over the last few months. But here in Mexico, um, I do buy some ceremonial grade and that's actually on the shop since being here and uh, really working like so closely or like getting to be a part of so many amazing ceremonies and seeing like really the shamanic use of so many of these different tools that is one of my goals over the next few months um as I kind of shift my focus back on the shop because I've as I've been here it's been more of my programs and stuff but um is really bringing on a lot more tools and kits and things like that to be to bring this more accessibly to you because I do feel there is a big disconnect in North America from these tools and especially finding like the proper quality and grade so basically they take the cacao, which comes from the cacao bean, and they form it into, I guess, kind of like a paste, and then it gets like hardened into a bar. That's like the way that I see it, and even friends I know who use it at home, that's the way that they get it too. So basically, um, then you take a knife and you, you chop it up very finely, typically about two tablespoons per serving. I, say, I usually see about, people say like two to four tablespoons, so just depending on how rich you want it to be. You chop it up and um, finely, and then you make it into a drink to drink it. I like to do it personally with coconut milk. You could do it with water. You can do it with a mix of like some kind of like nut milk or whatever kind of milk you want. Um, I just think it tastes better that way. It is very bitter, so you can also add like a hint of honey or whatever if you want as well. But basically, like you make it into kind of like a like a like a cocoa, like cacao drink. If you're super sensitive to caffeine, it might affect you at night. I find it doesn't. Like I'm able to typically sleep. Like I wouldn't go do it at like 11 o'clock at night. But if I do it at like seven or so, um, I typically don't find that there's an issue with it. But cacao is a heart opener. So it's really amazing for the heart chakra um, in general. Like, you know, we can always use more love. Love is the highest vibrational frequency, love for ourself, spreading love into the universe, um, and you know, opening your heart to love within others as well. But ultimately, I would like to say love yourself first. 
but we can be so hard on ourselves and we can put ourselves down. And so connecting to the heart chakra is super important. So when you have your cacao, basically set an intention with it. Like I always, my intention almost always is like, you know, opening my heart to give and receive love in, in all forms. And you just sip on it. You sip on it. You enjoy it. You And you do it very consciously. Like you're not sitting there like on your computer or scrolling on TikTok or things like that. Like you make it a ceremony. You make it an intention. And you just allow yourself to, to take in that energy. You allow yourself to open your heart. You allow yourself to, to have the intention of whatever it is that you're calling in. Next up... I have here is cleansing tools. So, I mean, I I'm a very I'm very sensitive to energy. I mean, I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you are also likely an empath as well and very sensitive to the energy around you. So, I mean, everyone needs to be cleansing their energy like ultimately like most people actually are empaths and they just don't realize it with the ways that we've been conditioned through society, but Cleansing our energy is so important. We gather energy from the people around us, from the environment, from, you know, watching the news. Like if you watch the news and you're in a good mood and suddenly watch the news and you're like feeling weird things, you're feeling fearful, you're feeling whatever it is that you feel like you've taken on that energy that's been projected at you or, you know, you're in a good mood and then you, there's like that certain person that you're just like, oh, like every time I see them, like, I just feel drained after, like, again, you're allowing them to take on, or you're allowing them to, to project their energy onto you. So it's so important to cleanse and clear your energy. And there's so many different ways that you can be doing it. So speaking of crystals, selenite crystal is really amazing for clearing your energy. So if you have a selenite wand, you can run that like up and down your body with the intention of clearing, uh, like any kind of water. So, I mean, love like an ocean or a lake or a river or things like that but even taking a shower like whenever I'm taking a shower I always say like I cleanse away all energy that is not mine and is not serving me uh same with a bath baths are really great as well baths are my favorite baths are also a really great manifestation tool that's like something I can also talk about but I'll stay on track of cleansing tools right now And then of course there's, you know, there's Sage, there's Palo Santo here in the Tulum area. Kapal is a really big one that I've become obsessed with. Uh, It was used by the Mayans and it comes in both incense form and then kind of like these little pellets. It's actually like a tree resin that you put on these uh, charcoal burners and you burn them and you see them all over here, both for energy cleansing. And they're also really amazing to clear away like mosquitoes and bugs. That's actually actually something that um I've been really called to also bring onto the shop as I said I have a lot of a lot of ideas so many ideas that I can only do so many things at once so things that are coming in the future doing a little plug of my own thing here again you can take what resonates leave what doesn't um but like what really got me into like energy cleansing was like the product that I created is the cleansed and protected spray and oil. What inspired me to create that was just like a little side story is when I was still working a nine to five job. I, my last job that I had like working for someone was I worked for Danone yogurt and like silk, like almond milk products. And I worked in food service. That's basically like anything that's not retail is in like the grocery store. So restaurants, hospitals, healthcare, things like that. Um, 
my job consisted of like two main things. And one of them was like for a good, for like a few months of the year was like doing a lot of trade shows. So I was around so much different energy. And this was when I was on my own self-exploration and um, was starting to do trainings and things like that. And I would just notice like how different I would feel. Like I'd be so drained after those trade shows because, you know, you're interacting with just so much different energy, good and bad. And I'd be taking it all on. And then even like visiting like different customers being on the road, like you're physically going into places that have probably never been cleansed before with so much different energy you're interacting with, you know, some great people and some not so great people. And I just started noticing the difference. And I literally like when I'd be like on the road, I would like light up Palo Santo or Sage in my car and like cleanse myself like throughout the day, like when I was feeling those things. But then I got the download to start like to create like a a spray, like a product, like literally for myself is how it started that I could basically take with me anywhere and like non-discreetly cleanse and protect my energy. And I started noticing a massive difference when I was doing that versus I wasn't. And so the cleanse and protected spray and oil, they were like my own personal formulation for myself and then became like friends and family who were into this stuff too. I was like testing it out on myself and them for over two years before it actually turned into a physical product. And it was over COVID that... Um, I got the download that like I had to make it a real thing. And it's funny because for about a year before that, like I had already started looking at bottles. I had already started thinking of names. Like I'd already started doing that. So like it was, it was a slow process that like my higher self was guiding me towards. And then one day it was like, all right, like let's, let's share this with the world. And this also goes into energy protection as well is what I want to talk about because, you know, there's the cleansing side of things like clearing away people's energy that's not yours, but then there's protecting your energy as well. We have the ability to protect our energy so that we're not taking it on to begin with. And then it's still nice to do a cleanse of just like any attachments that come on to us. So as far as energy protection, I am every single day wearing a black tourmaline bracelet. This one was on the shop. I don't have any there right now. I'll be restocking them again in the coming months as I... uh, as I get back more into that, but, um, I'm always wearing a black tourmaline bracelet, like never not because black tourmaline I'm super connected to, and it's a really great protection stone, but really any like black crystals in general are really good. So onyx, obsidian, smoky quartz, even there's so many, any, any kind of black crystal that calls you, whether it be in jewelry or you keep it in your pocket or you keep a piece in your car, or actually what I do is, is I always grid wherever I'm living the four corners of my home with, um, I do it with actually specifically, I've been called to use black onyx, but again, you can use whatever you want, but I'm just like always conscious of like protecting, protecting my space and setting that intention within it. A great protection tool that you can use that is totally free is when you wake up in the morning or when you're leaving your home or whatever, like envision putting, whether you want to call it like an energy bubble or armor or whatever it is, like and whether you're envisioning it or you're physically taking your arms and putting it around you, like put on your protection bubble, like in all these things I'm saying, because I know I'm so sensitive to energy. Like I do all of them. I do all of them. And it's made such a difference. I was someone who had extreme anxiety when I first started my journey. Like I had anxiety my whole life and I didn't know what it was until I started having panic attacks. And this was right as my spiritual awakening was starting back in 2011. I was starting to get panic attacks and I didn't understand what it was. And 
of course, there's other healing factors like, you know, beliefs that we have about ourselves, attachment styles, things like that can affect the way that we're anxious. But for me, ultimately, my biggest release of anxiety was starting to cleanse and protect my energy. And like, I can even feel it now. Like if I'm in a situation that's like really like high, a lot of people and I haven't, or just around even a certain person and I haven't like done my typical protection practice for the day, which isn't too often because it's literally just become a routine, like brushing my teeth as these, as cleansing and protecting should be. I would like to say that is we do stuff for our physical body, like brush our teeth daily. Um, but what are you doing for your energetic body each day? So maybe it is like when you brush your teeth in the morning, you, that's also when you put on your protection bubble or you grab your black crystals or whatever it is. But that's also with the spray and the oil. That's why when I created it, I was like, it has to also protect because like, why not do two in one? Like it becomes that physical reminder. And then also there's obviously ingredients in it and I do energy healing on it and crystals in it and everything like that, that are amplifying all of that cleansing and protection magic as well. So when it comes to cleansing and protecting your energy to wrap this part of it up, I would just say like, if you can in the morning, remember to cleanse your energy, put on your protection bubble. And then like at night also do some kinds of like releasing to cleanse your energy. And actually, if you sleep in the same bed as someone, you're taking on their energy too. So referring back to my mom, cause my mom is super, um, We've been on this journey together now for several years and, you know, loves my dad and everything, but she started noticing a huge difference when she started creating like kind of her own energetic barrier when she went to bed at night sleeping beside my dad. And like, I mean, someone as myself, who's a reflector in human design with all open centers. So it makes me really, really sensitive to energy. That's something that like I actually realized as well is like, they actually say reflectors like actually probably shouldn't sleep in the same bed as someone all the time because of how much energy you take on. So again, just just having that awareness, start playing with these tools, like put on your bubble. That's a free thing if you don't have these other tools and just start noticing if how you feel the difference. Because I can guarantee that you will start noticing a difference, whether it be your energy levels or like anxiety or feelings and emotions that aren't yours. And if you feel like you're taking on like a lot of energy, start asking yourself too, is this mine? If you're starting to feel anxious or you're starting to feel low energy or you're starting to feel any of these things after being around certain situations or people are watching the news, ask, is this mine? Because often when you ask yourself that, it's not. It's it's the stuff that you're taking on from others. When I started recording this, I literally thought this was going to be like a quick like 15 minute episode, but it has turned into much longer than that. There's, I think, one more I want to talk about unless something else comes into my mind, but um, journaling. Journaling is such an amazing energy tool. Like if you want to like manifest things, like yes, you can set your intentions and do that like in your mind and put it out to the universe. But pen to paper is so powerful. Like journaling, I I used to go into like seasons of it lately. It's been like, like for the past several months, I've pretty much journaled almost every single day. And, you know, sometimes it's like just getting out like feelings and emotions and it's really great for that. But then it's also so great, like writing out your affirmations, writing out your intentions, writing out what you're releasing, writing out what you're calling in. That is so freaking powerful. So like if it's not something that you're already doing, like go get yourself um, something that you're motivated to write and get yourself a cute journal and just start writing. And so one thing that I like to do actually is with my affirmation, I'm open to receive magic and miracles is at the end of the day, start writing out like 
what's the what's the magic that showed up for you today and again it could be little it could be small but it it's it's creating a higher level of awareness for yourself that ma- magic does exist around you gratitude gratitude is so powerful like how how can you call in other amazing things into your life if you can't even see what's already in front of you that's already amazing and gratitude can be so simple it could be grateful for the sunshine coming out today it could be grateful that you just ate an amazing meal it could be grateful that your friend called you it could be literally anything but yeah journaling love 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 that one okay so as i said that turned out to be a lot longer than i was planning i'm no more are coming to me right now. Oh, okay. There is one more. Is um different kind of like sound tools. Okay. I think this is the last one, unless something else pops into my mind. Uh, but like different sound tools. So, you know, different kinds of healing frequencies are amazing. You can like look those up on like Spotify or wherever you listen to music or even like YouTube. Like search like the different like musics that you like they have different ones that are like different frequencies which are in hertz those are amazing so you could like look up ones like different frequencies for your heart chakra or to feel different things to release fear those those are amazing and then also there's tools like bells chimes drums like music is literally a vibration so i mean this is a little like side note once again but like music especially the music that is being created today not all of it is a high frequency and it's not to say that you can't enjoy some of your favorite music but just maybe start tapping into even like the words that are in some of like the music today like isn't the most positive like I started realizing that with like songs I was listening to being like oh like these lyrics are like not high vibe or even just like the underlying frequencies like as you start tapping into yourself more like you'll kind of know what music like no longer feels like of a high vibration to you but yeah there's so many great tools and like I'm not gonna get yeah I'm not gonna get into all those but I would just say like if there's something specific that calls you like I love um I love drumming I love like sound bowls I would love to get a set of sound bowls but it's just like not totally realistic with like my life right now kind of living more minimally and kind of all over the place but that is something that I will call in once I'm I'm more settled but yeah sound is like so 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 healing as well especially to like clear energy to um elevate your vibration all of those things Okay, I'm going to wrap it up here because I just talked for like 45 minutes when I said I thought I was going to talk for like 15. Um, But like ultimately, I think I covered pretty much all the tools that you would find in like a crystal shop or like a spiritual shop. I mean, there's definitely some others, but those I would say are the basics. I do want to mention though, ultimately, these are tools. So if you like at the end of the day, if you have triggers, if you're feeling a certain way, you know you are going through certain things, these can be aids for you, but ultimately doing the deeper healing work, releasing conditioning, releasing beliefs, releasing trauma. Like if you're getting a crystal, for example, citrine for confidence, yes, that energy is going to help you to embody being, you know, a little bit more confident and things like that. But ultimately, if you're not feeling confident, there's underlying issues that have to do with your self-worth, things that you've gone through in life, conditioning, things like that. And the healing work is still where it's at. These are all fun, amazing things, but 
it's it's not the end all be all. Uh, so I just want to put that out there as well. But enjoy the tools; they're fun. Uh, they help you tap in more. As I said, they can help you trust your intuition more. And I think that's a big one: is using your intuition and allowing yourself to trust more. Ultimately, you know what is best for you, and so have fun with it. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to wrap it up here, as I said, so I'm not talking for another like 45 minutes, but have an amazing one and I'll chat with you soon.